welcome to <laughs> this is only your life that's sarcastic <laughs> meaning it's it's only your fucking life who gives a shit um no big deal overcoming the bullshit to open your heart and mind with janice corsano and holly corsano in this episode to self-love yourself enough to know that you don't need to take everyone's crap and it's okay and right. and for the sake of love if you love yourself enough then you wouldn't be and we wouldn't be actually bringing that into our lives to the same degree but we do bring it in because we're trying to overcome like what is acceptable treatment because we treat ourselves so badly so right. it's showing up it's very true you know it's showing up to say like all right how are you treating yourself what are you doing to yourself We got the bird background. Nice mm-hmm. of the birds to sing for us today. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just opened the window a little bit, and all of a sudden they started having a, a singing contest out there. <laughs> I wonder what they're saying. Can you can you uh, read birds? Can right. you? <laughs> I mean, I could. A lot of animals, I get their, but I'm not sure what they're saying. Funny. Like I was talking to the chipmunk this morning that was standing in the the front steps, and I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> Stop trying to take over the house. You ain't paying rent. Because yeah. <laughs> they're everywhere, little chipmunks. They're adorable. They're adorable. But at the same time, they create holes everywhere. Right. <laughs> you need to stop that. I mean, if they pull weeds or do something other than creating holes, I don't know. But even the, apparently even the, the animals have their own. They, they want to be on the podcast. They got something to say. If they spoke in English, you might understand what they were saying. Right. Okay, so um, what were you saying? On, we were starting to talk. We were trying to figure out our levels because oh. our board was taken all apart. And Lord knows I don't know how to put it back together. But I did. I figured it out. <laughs> Yay for me. Yay. <laughs> uh, no, I was uh, starting to say um, before we turned the mics on that... Uh, a friend of mine and I get along really well and we're like basically the same person. But I was like, does that mean it's my twin flame? Like my cousin and I were having like a chat about that because I'm not quite sure what that term means. Well, it's a term. It's a very common term right now. It's a very big term. But but actually a twin flame from what I understand from people saying it. And it hasn't actually come into um, my peripheral until recently, like meaning in the last couple of years. Not, not for a long, like not where it was a constant thing. So it would be more the idea of soulmates, karmic relationships, twin flame. Okay, so what's the difference? A soulmate relationship we have with all types of... Like, to me, a soulmate relationship is um, your soul family that you come here with. We come here with the same people all the time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them... And people go, well, like, when you were saying Brian, I'm like, well, Brian feels more like a soulmate to me. Right. Because... A twin flame relationship is usually the other half, like the way that they explain it and the way that I've heard different people explain it is it's the mirror other half of your soul. So mm-hmm. they've always showed me that we left a piece of our soul up in heaven, and we're going to call it heaven, and that we're tethered to it. Right. So the other half of it, since we're, none of us are separate, the other half of it went into another person. And that person, most of the time, in our lifetimes, we would not be together on the planet with. So they would stay there and help us from up there, and we would come here. And because of what's going on in this whole change that's happening in our evolution, the twins are coming together in 3D reality so that they can actually help with the whole love changing, meaning love Mm -hmm. changing to a higher vibration where you're unconditionally loving each other and yourself. Right. And it's really about loving yourself. Because if you love your twin unconditionally, you have to start with you first. Right, yep. Since you mirror each other. Now, they'd be the other half of your soul, so which means that they would seem like they'd be exactly similar to you. Right. But the difference is that they would hit every effing button that you <laughs> have under the sun. So you'd have a very strong magnetic attraction to them and feel like you can't. It would be like the one of those relationships where you're like, oh, my God, this may kill me. That's funny. <laughs> Because a Wait, lot of times... Wait, and that one's a twin flame? Yes. 
Because right. a lot of times you run into this person and they, they're usually in the most bizarre, like you might see them beforehand, like you might see them in your dreams or you might get a feeling. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times they talk about 11-11 as the sign that they're coming, right? right. But it's also 11-11 is also the sign of going through the portals, like into higher dimensions right. and stuff. Oh, wait, can we take a quick 11-11 uh, uh, tangent? Because for months, actually pretty regularly for months, I was seeing 11-11 twice a day. Yeah, very, too. very, all con- very, very consistently. Eleven, eleven, one, 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 and uh, and not just on the clock. Like I see it right. all over the place. But probably for the past two months now, maybe almost three months. Eleven, eleven. I like don't catch it anymore. I'll catch eleven, ten. I'll catch eleven, twelve. Um. I don't know why it's doing that. I don't know what that means. I don't know if it means like out of balance or so. like. I mean, I already know that I'm out of balance, but does the eleven eleven have to go away? No. Like, why did it no, do that? No, it's it's telling you. It might be trying to tell you something. So, what's the other numbers you're seeing? Because a lot of times we don't realize that there's all. The universe speaks <coughs> to us in numbers, mm-hmm. and eleven eleven isn't the only number. There's two 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 three 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 four four four. I see four three, one three, four. Three 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 is you know the the one they talk about relationships, like your bo- uh, mind, body, spirit. Mm-hmm. Same with two, 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 you know, like two I people. I do see that one, but not as frequently as three, three, three. So it's like, then there is five, 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 which is like the fifth dimension and change. I've been starting to see that one a little bit. I'll see four, four, four. Four, four, four is always to me the angels, you know, letting you know that they've got your back. Same with 11, 11, that, you know, like, but there's a lot more numbers. And if right. you look up like 10, 10 is also like a new beginning. Oh, interesting, because I've seen that a couple times. Right. So there's a lot of different numbers that, you know, we're not yeah. used to, like, because I don't, like, really look into how many numbers, but I know 1111 because I see that all the time. And 222-333-444-555-666-777. I see, um, which I didn't used Where to see. Where would you see 777? I see it on license plates. I see it, like, I see it all over the place. I'll see it on the um, screen for, you know, something that pops up, or I'll mm-hmm. see it on, I don't know. I just see it all over the place. Same with 888 and 999 now. I see them all over the place. Huh. Where I didn't used to see them before. And they'll catch my attention because they're like so in my face. Right. So it'll be like 99999. I'm like, weird. Like the receipt. You know, like your receipt. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, um, 9999. You know, which I never saw that before. Yeah. And to the a degree that I see it. And then yeah, I'll get in the car and the car in front of me, I'm sitting at the light. Their license plate is 99999. I'm like, that's weird. Who's got a license plate that's nine 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 nine? I know. You know, like it's like stuff well, like so that. Well, so what does that mean though? And let's. But if like you look them up, there's all different meanings right. to them because I can't remember all of them. But the eleven eleven is like the portal. You know, like it's the the gate. You know that we're walking through. So that's also part of the twin flame. Like that's the other half of you, right? Mm-hmm. So it's opening up. So each half, from what I understand, there's lots of stuff on the internet to to look up about twin flames. But the the idea of a twin flame to me, like they never called it a twin flame. They tend to not call things to me like that. They right. have different names. Just like, like I talk to Archangel Michael all the time. I don't necessarily go by his name. I just know that that's who it is. Right. And there's a lot. Like remember, I told you for years they would they would say Myalana to me, and I thought it was one of my guides because I don't tend to like names are not important. Right. Meaning. Just because that's your, like, they'll give you names so that you can understand them, right. but names are not actually as important as people. Obviously, yes. Meaning in the in the higher realms. Mm-hmm. They're, they're giving us a name because they don't even go with names. You know, it's more of a symbol. Mm-hmm. So like Prince. Like Prince, yeah, like Prince. It was more like a symbol. That's why we love Prince so much. That's why we love Prince so much. Because he was well, already, a, he was a, yeah, ahead he was of his time with yeah. his symbol. Oh, Prince. <laughs> love him. I know, me too. But that, what I'm saying is that, so the point being that it took me years to figure out that that was actually the name they, that they called me all the time, because then one day I went, who is this Mylana? <laughs> and then they told me, and then they told me what it meant. But, but the point being, and then I didn't know what that meant, and then somebody else that, that knows like the basis of language told me, oh, do you know what that means? And I didn't ask them. They said, oh, that means, and it was like light of the universe or something. I'm like, oh, that's exactly what they told me. It was like That's light. Very cool. It was like a weird, like the way that you, you know, break down the base. It yeah. was like light. But it comes out to be something similar to that. And I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. Well, that's cool. Um, but my point was about, and every single relationship has karmic stuff in it. 
Right. Now, there's good karma and bad karma. So right. everyone thinks karmic is bad. Right, <laughs> like, right. <laughs> so you could have a soulmate relationship with somebody and have karma that's good karma, which is why you get along with them so well. Right. And that's why a lot of people would rather have soulmate relationships than their twin flame. And people think that, I want to find my twin flame. And I'm like, do you, like, I've heard people, like, talk about this in different circles. Like, I'll listen to different things. Or, mm-hmm. And people will talk about how they want to find their twin flame. And I'm not sure that there's so many of them. Like, everybody, everyone has one. Right. But there's certain, I think, a certain amount from what they were saying. Maybe there's like 144,000, and I don't know because I really haven't looked into it. Or I'm not sure what my feeling is. It's my that the 144,000 light workers, if they all, you know, basically are the are the twin flames also because they're, you know, coming to bring more light to the earth. But I don't think that every single person on the planet came down with their twin flame this time. Right. Because there's a lot of people that are old souls that came down and that was what their mission was going to be. And a lot of people that came from other places, you know, to to help, you know, with this um, transformation. Which, by the way, is not effing easy. No. Because people are losing their fucking mind, along with Mm -hmm. me, you, and everyone else. Like, Mm -hmm. it is so intense. And the, the mental, emotional, spiritual, you know, like stretching, they are like, like stretching us. So that we can get out of this fucked up illusion that we live in and that things are not happening the way we think. Although, if I hear one more time that it's real. That what's real? Anything. Oh, right. Uh Uh-huh. And then five seconds later, that real can be something else. And I'm like, it keeps changing so fast. Like, yes, if your bank account says there's zero dollars in it, there's zero dollars in it. Right. (laughs) And that's what people get. Well, my bills are a thousand dollars. I have a hundred dollars. Just using round numbers. Yes. How am I supposed to pay $1,000 worth of bills with $100? And it doesn't matter how positive I am. I said it's not about being positive. Positive is good. But you don't realize, like when we were talking about it last time, about doing the exercise of what your thoughts are. We have really thoughts that say that, you know, abundance is not something that you just get that you have to work hard for it. Right. And, that, and even while I'm saying that, I'm like, yeah, I have a belief that you have to work hard for it because we work hard. Mm-hmm. But at the same idea, there's a part of me that goes, so how hard do you have to work? Like, What why does hard mean? Because hard is a, like a... Right, is a term to, that's objective. relative... Well, hard could be an objective term. To everybody. So, like yeah. what, you know, hard to some people could be, you know, their normal eight hours. Hard to another person could be 18 hours. Who, who? Right, because me working hard versus someone else working hard are di- way different. Right. And we happen to have the 12 hours or more hard. Yeah, because we're like, wow. We're like retarded in the in the hard department. Like, and I mean that it in word, a... That's not a good word. <laughs> no, I mean it in a... I was just going to say when I said that word. I mean it in a... Um, not... What's funny about that word to me is I always think of that as not as people. Mm-hmm. As a as a term about thinking about it as the true form of like to retard something as in to slow it down. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that what it what it actually the meaning of it is has nothing to do with people at all. Right. Um. So the the part of it that that feels really strange to me when we talk about relationships is the soulmate relationship. You know, there's there's karmic soulmates too. There's karmic relationships that we come to work on the thing that we say killed you last lifetime and you did this this and this to us and that's part of but in every relationship we have that because that's what we come here to learn so we have karma in every relationship whether it's your twin soul whether it's your soul mate or whether it's just a karmic which makes no sense to me how it's just a karmic meaning like they still have to be some kind of a soul mate right to be a karmic means you had lives with them before so I'm not quite sure in the way that people say them, but to me, if you're asking me how it feels to me, it's they all are... Twin flame feels a little bit different, and I don't even like the terminology of it, honestly. Like the, the twin flame, uh, I don't even like the terminology. But, but the point of it to me is that that relationship will probably be where it's one of those ones where... And I don't know why anyone would want this. Like right. It's because it's so intense that you feel... Like, and er, I, with love, in trying to be unconditionally loving, we are so far from that because mm-hmm. we conditionally love. So if you don't do this, then I'm not talking to you, <laughs> you know. And, you know, you treat me like this, that's an okay. 
So that's us learning about our boundaries, like meaning like what's okay for us. Right. And no, no one's saying you should be putting up with abuse or any of that. That's self-love. You know, that's being able to mm-hmm. self-love your to self-love yourself enough to know that you don't need to take everyone's crap and it's okay. And right. and for the sake of love, if you love yourself enough, then you wouldn't be, and we wouldn't be actually bringing that into our lives to the same degree. But we do bring it in because we're trying to overcome, like, what is acceptable treatment because we treat ourselves so badly. So right. it's showing up. That's very true. You know, it's showing up to say, like, all right, how are you treating yourself? What are you doing to yourself? Because a lot of times, remember, everyone's a mirror. Well, your twin flame is your actual true mirror, which is pretty damn scary if you think about it. Your twin flame is your actual damn mirror. So meaning that that's the other half of your soul. So they would have all of your issues and all of them would be mirroring you right in the face and you'd be so magnetized together. Right. Literally magnetized. Like you... The one thing about a twin flame, where other ones you can cut the connection, you cannot cut your connection with a twin flame. Right, right. You want to stop texting people while... Sorry, that's Lauren. I need to write back. You don't. Lauren, we're trying to do a podcast. <laughs> I just told her that. Um, um, I love you, Lauren, and I want, <laughs> I want to... I wish your butt was here, because you should be doing the podcast with us. I know. We'll have to get Lauren on the podcast. We should. That's who was telling me that she thinks my friend is uh, the twin flame. Your twin flame. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting, what's interesting about it is they did not bring it up to me like that. They brought it up to me years and years ago, showing it as your other part of your, like we left piece, a piece of our soul up there and we're always attached to it. Mm-hmm. And I think to me, when, when somebody was mentioning twin flame, they showed me that again. So I was like, oh, most lifetimes we don't actually bring them. We don't actually bring them with us, with us. And now some people have brought them. And interestingly, now, because, yeah, if we're saying, like, what's the light, the light worker's path? Well, we go through a lot of shit mm-hmm. as far as the light worker's path, um, especially because if you're going to teach, you have to understand it from the experience. Right. Because it's really hard to be a teacher of this, especially what's happening now, um, when you haven't been through I mean, yeah. How are you going to teach something that you don't know personally? You don't know personally. On top of on top of you don't know personally, you haven't went through the experience, so you can learn it. You could you could you know sympathize with it. You could empathize with it. But boy, when you have the experience of it, you have a lot more. You know, and and doing the work with it. You know, like trying to understand and to overcome, because you know everyone's so it's it's so hard right now with clients and with people. Because right. you well, know, everything we, is the illusion is so big. Right. Yeah. This was gonna say though. Can we talk about um, like how? So just in the in talking about relationships, yeah, real yeah, quick, because in, they're getting because they're getting. It doesn't matter if you're in a relationship, you're single, what whatever you're doing, like whatever you know, in and out of one, um, you're dating people. Everything is in your face for a reason. All your fears are up, and fear, that that word itself, we're trying to get rid of. So fear is false evidence appearing real. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure many people have heard that. But if you think about it, it's like false evidence appearing real um, means it feels real, it looks real to us, and we can prove that it's real. In the 3D world, if we look for something, we can prove it. Right. That's why I always say look for the proof of the opposite. Because if you could prove that, there's the opposite that you could prove too. Right. And the idea that, that this twin flame right. person would be in your face. So that's why when you said that, I know... I know Brian and mm-hmm. and you and and you would be more of soulmates. You would have right, right. you know similar things. You get along really well, and he doesn't push all of your buttons. No, <laughs> no. You know, in the beginning of a, a a twin flame relationship, you usually get along pretty well. It doesn't mean it has to last. You like you're so magnetized to each other, and you stay magnetized to each other to a, a very strong degree. You can never break that bond. So right. that person is always in your head somehow mm-hmm. or connected to you somehow. Um, that doesn't mean that, and a lot of twin flames go into separation because they have to work on their stuff. Because right, that makes sense. Because it's so difficult that you would be in each other's face so much and taking everything so far to another level, and I'm right. like... So I don't know my twin flame, then. You probably don't if you haven't experienced that relationship yet. Right. And... The only person that I know that pushes my buttons would be Xavier. Uh-huh. But... 
you know, like in. Sorry, we're throwing you under the bus. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> but do you know what I'm saying? Like that, that there's soulmates, and pretty much if you think about, like you recognize them. Right. Yeah. Like there's a knowing, a twin flame. You recognize them too. But what's weird is that there's an instant bond with them, mm-hmm. just like with a soulmate. Mm-hmm. So it's so hard to tell. And with a karmic relationship. That's why I always think they're all soulmates. I'm like, well, they're all soulmates under a category, you know, somewhere we've been together before. The difference of the whole idea of Twin Flames and why the people are talking about them so much more is because of what we're here to do and that they're coming to Earth together because that's how we actually start to understand unconditional love. Like, we have to do relationships totally different. We've been doing mm-hmm. them in a way that's very conditional with love, the way that we've learned them. This is how they work, and Twin Flames will do them so totally different. It's right. And it's really not about the relationship so much about the unconditional love and having a relationship totally differently because you unconditionally love yourself and each other. So you would be able to um, see them very differently as you start to see yourself very differently and have a diff- totally different relationship than, and then be the examples of that relationship for other people. So that's what they're here for as, you know, um, being able to show, di- but before they could actually do that, they have to work out all their shit. Right. Now, you're not going to work out all your shit. Let me, let me rephrase that. You have to work out enough of it so you could actually not kill each other. Right. <laughs> because they push your buttons to the degree right. where, and you feel so connected to them that you can't, like, you don't want them to go away. And mm-hmm. when, they, when, when you have separation, that's where, like, we talk about dark night of the soul. Like, there's lots Which of things. I don't know what that is. Dark night of the soul is that feeling where you feel like you don't know what you believe anymore. Like, everything, like, the, it's like the earth falls out from under you and mm-hmm. you, everything that you thought you ble- believed about God, the universe, whatever, um, you question because everything hurts so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, your heart, everything, your emotions, are ju- you're just so sad. And you stay in a place where you are questioning everything. And we're all going through that in some way, shape, or form at different, right, and at different times. Like, it'll get worse and better. But those are things to help us to grow and to learn. And boy, they're like the most painful because they're inside of us that's trying to come out. And that's the healing that needs to happen. I've noticed um, that I have a very hard time saying uh, thoughts that I feel very sincerely about. Example? Um, if I know that something will potentially hurt someone's feelings, I don't want to tell them the thing, whatever it is. But, I mean, if it's a positive thing, obviously that's different. But Right, if it's... Yeah, so I was like, <clears throat> I'm like, I have a really hard time, and this is, this is like, I'm thinking about like the self-love thing mm-hmm. when I'm saying this, because it's like, well, if you know what you have to do to take care of yourself, and you know some things... Um, you'd like to do things a certain way, but then, or or whatever whatever the person is doing, maybe you you don't agree with it or don't like it or it's not working so well for you or whatever. It's hard for me to decide how to tell the person because I feel like it could hurt their feelings. Well, most people feel like that. Like right. most people have a hard time saying something. So some people, some people are very blunt, and then a lot of people do this. They wait and let it build up and right. build up and build up until they could actually get enough nerve to do it. Right. I well, mean, yeah. we, do have, we do have a family member that drinks vodka for that. Oh, yeah. With um, no, no, meaning that they'll let it build up, and for whatever reason, vodka is the, the way that they actually can, can, express, can express their emotions. Mm-hmm. And so then they'll drink vodka and tell everybody off. <laughs> right. with with instead of letting it build up it's like it probably would have been easier if yeah. you said that in the beginning right because you just keep adding to it so are you afraid to tell them because you're going to hurt their feelings or is it what's going to happen from you hurting their feelings because it's what going to what's going to happen right right and it's right. like you so it's your fault you did it instead of there's a different way to say it, right? Isn't there, like, just because it bothers you doesn't mean you want, the person needs to not do it. It means that you either need to get over it or, you know, it's like accepting the people, it's like accepting people the way that they are. If that's the way the person is and that's what they do Mm -hmm. and they don't want to change it 
And it's like somebody telling you, well, you shouldn't be doing this, this, and this. And, and we'll say, you know, the way that you set your schedule really sucks. And we know it does. Right. The way that I set mine sucks, but I'm getting a little better at it. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give myself a pat on the back for yeah, making my schedule a little better. Um, my point being, but somebody says that to you. And you might say, well, I'm trying to do something different, but these are how my jobs are booked. And so this is the way that this is, this is just how it works. Right. So they either have to accept that, even though it may bother them, and they think that what you're doing is insane, mm-hmm. because they can see how it's taking a toll on you, and, and they worry about you, and they care about you, and you're not willing to change that right now. Right. So they either have to accept that, or they have to be like, you know what, I can't, I can't deal with that. That's mm-hmm. not going to work for me. And then they would not be around you as much. You know, like, so if you look at what the person is doing... What is it? And we know, like, addiction problems right now are so intense because mm-hmm. this pain that we're feeling is intense. And then the thoughts, holy God, I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever had this many thoughts in my damn life. I I'll have know. whole conversations with people in my head. I mean, I could hear people all the time. Now I have whole conversations with them mm-hmm. in a whole other dimension. And I'm sure, you know, like... About I, I, what? Whatever. Like whatever, I could have conversations with. I could have conversations with you. Mm-hmm. I could have conversations with. Am I part of that conversation? <laughs> yes, you're part of the conversation. You answer back. We have whole conversations. Um, it might be in your in your subconscious. Right. You know, and you might know. All of a sudden, I might pop into your head, or I you might have popped into mine, or you might have been doing something. You might have been on a job, and I might be like. Um, you need to slow down. Like, all of a sudden, you'll, like, pop into my head, and I'll be like, Hal, you need to slow down. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, you're not going to get to that thing. Stop beating yourself up. Like, I could hear you. Like, right. all of a sudden, like, you'll pop in, and I could hear you and what's going on, so I'll have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, and it, like, goes around. Like, all of a sudden, something will just pop in. Like, like yesterday, one of my clients popped into my head that I had this mor- like I had this morning. And they popped into my head, and I was like, oh, they need- I heard this. I need to change my appointment. And it was like maybe a half an hour I got a text from them. Yeah. And they were saying something about, well, we could do it this way or can we do I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't realize that. And so we figured, I looked in my book because I had actually wasn't home when I got, when it popped in. And then I was like, well, I have to, you know, check my book to see if there's another place I could maybe put you or we'll have to just do a, a short session. But I heard that in the middle of, going somewhere right they just popped into my head and i had a conversation with them like well i'll get back because i was in the car I'm, i can't text you back number one number two i so i had a conversation i um when i stopped wherever i was going i was running i think one of them was to the bank and when i went to stop there i read the text but i had already had the conversation because i had already heard it right. before i ever got the text so so interesting like it's happening so much all the time and then all the signs that show up. Like if you at, like ask for help, guys. Right. We are in. Yes, I need to ask for help more. We do not know where the hell we are on this planet anymore. I am so ungrounded. I'm grounding constantly, and I'm still right. not on the planet. I feel very ungrounded. Like, well, what happens to me is so, I will, I'll wake up, and if, and I don't know why I do this to myself. I'll wake up, and if, I've, I'm deciding this all by myself. If I wake up and I think I woke up too late. I'm already late for what I had to do. I know. It's okay. It's so crazy. But <laughs> that may not be just you because I could tell you the difference for me if I wake up late and I... But what does late mean? To me, late means like 9.30. But no, what I'm saying to you is it doesn't matter. It's whatever late is made up in our head. Yeah, exactly. So the idea that I woke up at... God forbid I woke up at 9.30. That would be like I, I, I have know. a meltdown. Um like, I might melt down and cry. Like, that's how ridiculous it is, mm-hmm. right? But it's not that. It's almost like the the consciousness of the world. Like, I mean, and, you know, where there's all different parts of the world that it it's not 9.30 in the morning. Um, but our area, right, the idea that, that some people, they feel like they're already way stressed and that they're running behind, we, we might be tapping into that before you, because I tap into it as soon as I wake up. Right. If it's five in the morning, because I wake up a lot of times. I love five in the morning. Five in the morning is is very chill time. I love five in the morning. Yeah, when I wake up really, really early for different jobs, it's the best. Right, because most people aren't up yet. Yeah. 
And that's where you could start to tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Because when I wake up in the middle of the night, as crappy as it is, because I don't get you know very many hours of sleep. Right. And what I've noticed is the less I worry about it, the more the, I'm fine. Like a lot of times I used to worry about it. I was like, oh my God. And this is where you make it worse. And I'm going to tell you this, guys, because it's really important because sleep is so off and we actually need less sleep. We don't even have the same amount of hours in the day. We actually need less sleep. You know, some people need to rest more because we're going through such changes. Right. So, but it doesn't mean it needs to be all straight sleep. It can be, you know, taking a nap. But, you know, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Like if you're exhausted, please yeah, try to... Yeah, you know if your body's yeah, tired. please try to, you know, even 15 minutes, just chill. Um... And put on, you know what I've been putting a lot on recently? There's a lot of them. Um, different frequencies, like the love frequency. They're um, like different. Um, I thought you were going to tell us to put on the Hallmark Channel. Uh, well, the Hallmark Channel. Because <laughs> she to does like. that a lot. <laughs> I happen to like because I like something that's light. But yeah. frequencies, like the, the love frequency, the, the frequency of um, the energy that actually is in a higher vibration of love. That is the energy that you want to surround yourself with, the energy mm-hmm. of, you know, relaxation. There's frequencies that they, you know, have on different stations that you could just put on, you know, as background music, which will help you to chill and to relax. Mm. Because being in that vibration, remember the vibration keeps moving up and down all over the place right, right. now. And we're getting tossed all over with it. So just, you know, that's why I'm always saying, like, keep yourself protected, run the energy through you because it's so stagnant. Mm-hmm. And boy, it, it hits us like a ton of bricks now. We're so sensitive and we don't even realize it. Right. But no, that's what I'm saying. The fact that I'm having these many conversations all day long right. and that I have to sit still, like I have to literally sit still while I hear them and feel the pain of everybody, filter it through me. It's like a whole process. Like mm-hmm. I feel like a filter most of the day, feel all the pain of everything and I can't move. Right. That is totally not how I function. But that's right. how I've been having to function in the, uh, literally the last month. It's like the weirdest, strangest thing. Mm-hmm. And you'll see me sitting there. No, I've, not- I've noticed that you need like a little more like stationary time. Yeah, which is so weird because what I'm doing is I'm usually feeling like the pain of everything and trying to filter it through and then trying to figure out, okay, what I need to do. And I can't figure out other than that, that's the only thing I need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Like I can't do 80% of the things I should be do- excuse me. The things I think I should be doing. That's that's back to what I was yeah, saying. Too, I was going to get, and time, we're going to get yeah. back to uh-huh. um, the thing I think I should be doing, because what I realized was when I was sitting there, and I would go, "Oh, but I have to do this." This, this is what I heard every single time. This is what you are doing, because this is what you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Like this is what you're. And it wasn't a supposed to. It's more of like this is what feels right to you. Can you do something else? I'm like, no, no, I actually can't. It's okay. It will all get done. Right. And I was like, okay. And it seems to be, you know. And it's also, there's so many things changing because they're making, it's almost like whatever I'm going to be doing is going to be a whole new thing. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, I feel all these downloads and uploads and I don't know what the difference between download or an upload is. I just think it's funny. Right. <laughs> I'm getting downloads and uploads. <laughs> I think they're the same. So mm-hmm. back to what you were saying about you know, the time thing. I think, because at 5 o'clock in the morning, what's the difference? There, there's, it's calm. It calm. feels calm. You and, don't feel like yeah. you're rushed. No, it doesn't feel, you feel like you have a lot of time. You it don't feel feels, like you're behind. No, it's really, really a magical hour. Like between, waking up between 5 and 6, I, I think the best hours of the day are between like 5.30 and 6.30. Re- they're really, really Right, totally. There's different. something really magical about those hours, and I also really like the middle of the night. Like I also really like, like, between like one and three, mm-hmm. are also chill time. Similar, I feel similar. Yeah, that's chill time. Mm-hmm. Now that's why it's kind of funny that that we tend to stay up later, mm-hmm. because that's the time where we actually get some rest. Right. Like even if we're not sleeping. That's the time you relax. Right, because no one's emailing you. No one's wanting things. No, no. no people people text me all the time. Right. So well, I, I get texts. All of a sudden, I'll get texts, and it's like 1 in the morning, well, and I'll hear my phone. Because people have a minute to sit and think, and they're just like, oh, my God, I'm having a breakdown. Let me text Janice. And then then she'll get the 1 a.m. text. But for me... Yeah, but I don't look at the text. No, I'm no, yeah. In the chill department. Right. But for me, though, 
generally like most people who that want hair or makeup or something yeah, are, are, are don't that's not dire unless you have well, like it's dire but they yeah. they don't usually do it at one in the morning they don't yeah it's yeah which is nice right yeah no but it's just it's funny but though. the difference is but you could feel the difference and that's where you could say like okay what's actually happening most people are sleeping mm-hmm. and or they're down like meaning more they're chill resting, yeah. they're doing more of a chill activity so they're now it doesn't mean they're worrying less but if they're sleeping then you know they're probably out working on something meaning right. like probably you know out working on whatever yeah well but, but the hours between like eight is when it starts like eight to like nine oh no nine, i can tell like, you no it starts before that you think so if, well, if it's five if it's five i'm fine mm-hmm. if it's it's like six it starts around seven no it starts earlier it's like at six I could start to feel it coming on, mm-hmm. and then by six thirty, it's a little bit more, mm-hmm. and by seven, it's full blast. Yeah, well, that's because everyone's traveling at that point. Like it's like six, it's already coming. Mm-hmm. Like I could already feel it because because that's when people's alarms are going off and they're like hitting it. I feel it at five thirty, but it's different. It's 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 people at five thirty. If they get up that time, they're still more in a chill mode. Mm-hmm. There's something about because it. they gave themselves extra time to wake up, probably. Probably. There were probably because the they're more. It's still in a chill mode. When it yeah. gets to be a little after six and a little after, and by six thirty, I start to feel that ramp that up. That panic thing. And then by by six forty five, seven o'clock, it's full on mode. Like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't and know. And any time in between there, I wake up. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I always feel late. It doesn't matter. I could be. I set my alarm. And I could get up exactly when my alarm is, and I'll set my alarm my, my alarm two and a half hours early, or then I have to do anything. Right. Like, I mean, like meaning it would be somewhere. Yeah, you're way better at that than me. <laughs> I have to do that because I, I yeah. can't. I can't. I, I physically. Yeah, you need the time. If I don't do that, it's so uncomfortable. It's already uncomfortable. Right. So it's like trying to figure out, okay, what's the least uncomfortable? <laughs> right, right, yeah. I'm like, uh, let me set my clock an hour before I have to go, but then I also so I like wake up throw myself together, get in my car, and run out. Right, which is funny, because it might be better for you to give yourself a little I know, more. I need more time. But if you're taking it in the middle of the night, you know what I mean? Like right, yeah, that's when I take it. My more time is, like, after I'm done, and it's late, and I wind down, like, later at night. Because I'm like, you can't realistically be doing anything productive work-wise after you've had a full day, and then, you know what I mean? It's like, I, like my body will be like, oh, okay, good. We right. had a day. Which is so bizarre on what we think is the way a day is supposed I know. to be. Well, that's what... That, anyways, back to what Just I Just like the way we think relationships are supposed to be. Like, all these right. things need to change. That's what the problem is. Right. The way we think money is supposed to be. The way we think mm-hmm. anything is supposed to be. The supposed to be is the problem. Right. Money is weird. I've been having weird feelings about money lately. Where... Like, I can't... Like, it doesn't feel real. Well, it was made up. Well, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, it is made, yes, I know that, I do know that, but it's, I don't, don't, I'm not quite sure, I haven't decided how I feel about it and how the feelings have changed, I just know that I used to pay no attention to money whatsoever, and I just would be like, oh, okay, I definitely have enough to pay my bill, and that's fine, and like, we know that about me. Yes, but, but you had to have a belief about it, because everybody knows. Right, but I had to have a belief about it, but now. Now it's starting to come up. Now the belief is starting to come up. Which is good because that right. we're starting to see that's part of here. Great example. I'm mm-hmm. glad you brought it up. Do you see how it was like unaware? Totally unaware. Like I would. If now you I knew ask, you had one. If you asked me what, how much money I had in my bank, I could not tell you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I do not, did not know. And the amount of feeling that you had about it was, was way zero. less. I had no feeling. Interestingly, it's you're starting to get a feeling about it because you mm-hmm. could see the difference if it's starting to come up because it's starting to be in your face more. Right. It had to take a lot to get into my face because but I. But re- do you see yeah. that? Do you see what you just said? It had yeah. to take a lot uh-huh. to be in my face. Right. So to get where from where you are to where you want to be. Right. Right. So we said abundance. Abundance is something that means what? I don't want to have to know how much money I have. I just want everything to work. Right. In That's your mind. That's all. Yeah. And abundance does not have to do with just money. It has right. to do with that's, everything. No, that, that's an across-the-board statement. Mm-hmm. I just want all the things to work and flow and have equal energy exchange. That's it. So if you think about 
where you would run into that with money, mm-hmm. right? Because money is one of those ones where we could see, it's like we right. have to put in this to get this, right? right. But it never feels equal. <laughs> it feels like you're putting in way more than you get. Right. right. Well, so I had a client the other day who I spent a ton of time on. Oh, yes, you did. Doing hair. And she's really good. Like, she's like, no, you deserve every penny of what you tell me, whatever you want to pay, what I will do it. You know, like, I want to do that. And then I feel, like, feel bad telling her, like, I, like, calculated my hours, so I do it by hour. And I was like, I don't want to, like, get have you pay me this much. Like, that, like, I feel bad doing that. So I, like, gave her the shampoo and conditioner I bought for her. So it's like, you know, but it's like, but why would I feel bad for, like, I just did all the hours and like earned that so what's the why because if you think about what you think it should cost to do that in your mind it's too much right yeah right like I wouldn't pay that much to do that to my hair but it was a thing that she wanted that took a lot that took a lot of time because we were going from black to blonde and that is a process and she has all of her hair which is uh, is which is the goal which is why it took so long (laughs) um which is why it took so long, but um, you could do that really quick, but you won't have any hair, <laughs> right? Well, any healthy hair, right? Well, so, but that's the, that's the where the money thing comes in, where it's like, well, when and then when I came home, I was like wiped out, like I was like you saw me, I was like falling over, tired, my you body were was falling mad, over, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, that was like a twelve-hour day of just on one person. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. No, so I, I was like, where are you? Like, yeah. I was asking, like, where you were, because I didn't realize that that's what you we were, were doing. We were doing a big thing, yeah. yeah. We were doing, we basically did four appointments in one, right. is what we did, yeah. Just because and we don't. four long appointments. Four long, yeah, just because we don't get to, and, and it's very rare that it lines up that we both have the same d- day off. Yeah. yeah, so when we both were like, oh, wow, we have a, a weekend day off, let's get this done. Let's get this done, yeah. And since you could do it like that. Uh-huh, for her, yeah. Yeah. But then, you were, then that's what you did. Right. But do you see what I mean? Like that right there. But if you did the four appointments, it would have been fine. If, yeah, if I did the four appointments and we spread it out, it would have been the same money. Right. And it would have been fine. It's just, I don't know what, there's something about like all in one lump knowing that that person gave me that. I'm just like, oh. Instead of it being like, okay, if I, if I, because if you think about it, you go, well, hold on. It would have been four appointments and this is what it would have been charged for each appointment. Mm-hmm then that would have been this much money. But I didn't make that much money because I didn't ask her for that much money at the end. So what's wrong with me? Right, exactly, yeah, right. You know, instead of going like, well, this is what it would be. And if you know that that's what it's going to be, then you're fine with it because that's what it would be for each appointment. Right. And you did four of them in one. Right. And, But you see what I mean? Like the idea that it doesn't make any sense? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like now I'm, my, so my money beliefs, I'm like starting to feel them and I also, it's also funny too, because, so I've had a couple of things pull out automatically and my th- stuff has overdrafted. Oh yeah. Like four times. Yeah. And I noticed it because it kept, because you have an overdraft protection. Right, right, right. And I noticed it because um, now you have to put money back in your savings right, account. Right, right. But what, how, so that there's money to pull many, out. But how many feelings do I have about that and how stressed am I about that? Uh, None. Zero. Uh, zero. I have zero stress about that. Whereas most people I feel like would be like, oh my God, it overdrafted. There's going to be a charge. La la la. You know, it's like they well, like. You have overdraft protection, so you don't get a charge. Right, I don't get a charge. But still, it's like. If you got charged every single time, you I might have mad. a little more. You I might have mad. a little more. Uh, but because I know. The other feeling that you have. The other feeling that I have about it, and I'm really lax and weird about it for some reason. I know that it's fine. Right. It's fine. So if we look at like, but how much is enough and what's abundance and how much? So right. So that's where my thing. That's is, where is you like run into me, the problem. Yeah, that's where my problem. Because for me, abundance is like my goal abundance and my current abundance aren't the same. Right. Right. And that's pretty much everybody's. Right. You know. So the idea that 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 abundance is just as easy, whether mm-hmm. it's a hundred dollars or a hundred thousand dollars or a thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars or whatever it is right. that it should be, you know, but we don't think of them the same. Right. So that makes no sense. Like if you said to somebody, well, if it's, if you think a hundred dollars is a lot 
if you think a thousand dollars is a lot, if you think a hundred thousand dollars is a lot, then it's a lot. So whatever you think is a lot is a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it would be harder to get that because you've not used to. That's why I'll tell people to to write out checks, mm-hmm. like write out checks that are for big amounts of money, so that you get used to writing them. Yes, yeah, so they don't freak you out. So they don't freak you out. Because right. if you have to write out checks for 20000 or you have to write out a check for 5000 and you're used to writing out checks for $50, if you wrote a check out for 5000 that would terrify you. Right. When, if you did it all the time, it would be it like, would be like no, five bucks. Right, right. Yeah, no, that, that does make sense because I would never, well, I don't usually write checks, but. But the point is like yeah. anything that you're paying for. But anything that I'm paying for, nothing costs more than $500 a pop. Right. At the most. Right. So if and I was writing something for a thousand dollars, then it would be like, oh, you might have a little like bit a of a little bit feeling, of, a little bit more money than I'd like to spend right now. Right. But that's okay. That'll come right back. It'll be great. But mm-hmm. if that's your feeling, that's okay. Yeah. But if you're used to writing out or mm-hmm. you know something that's five thousand dollars and you start to think nothing of it, right? Then that would be the money that had to come in. Right. So then it would yeah. have to match. Right, exactly. So what I'm saying is the idea of it, it's more the idea, because we're used to writing out smaller amounts, and unless you deal with big money all the time... Yeah, you'd never have that experience. So how does one practice this without spending all of their money? Well, that's <laughs> what I said. Like Practicing is seeing yourself and imagining yourself and doing it, like writing mm-hmm. out... I don't mean you send the checks. You write them. <laughs> You don't give them to anyone. Right. You write them. It's like you write a check to yourself. Right. For, you know, a million dollars. Like Jim Carrey. Like Jim Carrey did. Yeah, yeah. he did that. He did And he do told that. Oprah. Um, but those are mm-hmm. things. And then and then you practice writing out checks, knowing that you have plenty of money for them. Right. So if you write yourself a check for, you know, a million dollars, and then you have plenty of money to write out things, and it's just getting used to writing them. Right. It's getting used to seeing that amount as if it's common. Mm-hmm. Because when something becomes common, right, you don't. It's not scary. It's not scary anymore. And that makes sense. The more you, that you do something, the less scary it becomes. Right. That's very true. So if fear mm-hmm. is, you know, something we're trying to get rid of, and the idea of, and it be with relationships, relationships, and the same thing with money, have they have a lot of similarities. Right. Because there's, there's a lot of there's only to. two things that can happen in a relationship. These are it, and there's no guarantee, and you don't know which one's going to be. It's either going to be the person you're with forever. Or it's not. Or you're going to break up. Mm-hmm. Those, are the two, those are the two things that happen. Right. Which is very scary because but love is, is involved. Scary? Because love is involved and your heart's involved. And that may be a person you want to be with forever, but right. that's not what works out. Well, but I tell myself this. Highest and greatest good. Right. And that would be great. Except for if you're very attached to the person. Highest and greatest good. I don't care. No feelings don't matter. Just shut them off. Like yeah, Book of Mormon. Not, that's Switch <laughs> them off. <laughs> that's not how Turn them off. works. See, that might work for you <laughs> who, who doesn't have her PTSD <laughs> switch off. But for most people, it doesn't work that way. And you don't it, like it? Turn it off. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> That's, the, that's actually the whole problem we're having, that you can't turn them off, and you could start to see that you can't turn I know, I'm off. having a hard time turning mine off lately. Yeah. So the thing about emotions these days is that mm-hmm. we can't actually turn them off as much as we right. would like to. And what we're doing is trying to shut them off. That's why we're drinking and drugging and smoking and doing all the shit that we do to try to get them to stop the fuck. Right. Well, but because for whatever ha- is happening in the universe here with our shifting and stuff, Makes me not want coffee, not want like like normally like I if I had like a glass of wine or two, I would I would not feel like a buzz or something like because that mm-hmm. would be like a normal amount right like with dinner. I don't even want more than one now, like I don't like even the slightest hint of the feeling of for some reason it's weird like that's norm- part of the that's part of our change though right like because normally I can have two glasses of wine and I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. But I really don't like two glasses now. Which is part of the change. Your body's changing. Yeah. And as our bodies change, and we'll start to be able to, because remember, food is also energy. Yep. And, and we were talking about this before with me too, yeah, where it's like there are certain things that are just not happy in my tummy. They're just, they're not. Well, you didn't do your exercise, which you should have done. I did some. Okay. 
Like, I can read them to you. I'm just telling you, like, in, in, in the idea of, because it's the same with everything that we're saying, like, I was saying the, the one about, for different people, like, and they're like, when they send me their thoughts, they're like, oh my God, I'm crazy. Right. And I'm like, well, everyone's crazy because we go all over the map. It's like, are we putting out more of one versus the other? And it's the feeling that we're putting out with it. So if if we're talking about, we're saying that no matter what I eat, because we were talking about yours, right. no matter what I eat, it I don't know what's going to happen. Then we get fearful of whatever we eat. So whatever we put in our system is going to cause a problem. Then we're telling our body it's a problem. So we need to stop telling our body that. You see what I mean? Right. So if you think about what you're telling it, and the more that it happens, the more we expect it to happen. Once we expect it to happen, then that's what's always going to happen. And that's similar in relationships. If we think that we suck in them or that no one's going to love us because there's something wrong with us, guess what is going to happen? Right. And oh, we will make it happen. Can I, I'm going to read you my thoughts and feelings oh, from good. May 21st. Good. They um, should be all over the map. So after doing entity removal, because remember I had oh, yes, a thing, you did. You had I had a thing that was on me and bothered me. I was feeling less anxious, feeling more balanced in my body, feeling less pain. Thoughts are positive. That's the thing about entities, real quick before you. Yep. Like people do not realize these lower energies that are trying to keep us in this place and buying this bullshit. And you say what yours was making you feel like before. Oh God, my. F there's a couple things that happen. One is the physical thing that happens is it feels like. I can't stand up straight. Like, my shoulders are being, like, pulled forward and weighed down. And my pot, like, just, I don't know what it is. It's the strangest thing. 